Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What's up, everyone? This is Tyler Dunn at GoLong, GoLongTD.com. Thank you, everyone, so much for reading, uh, for listening to the podcast. I always greatly appreciate it. Uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed the conversation with Devere Posey. We had the, the written Q&A up at GoLongTD.com and thought I'd include it here on the podcast. Really fascinating guy uh, for, for a name that maybe outside of Ohio State, not a lot of people even know or remember. I feel like he kind of epitomizes the true football journey where we're so enamored with the big names and we're drawn to those big names. Well, it's it's the Instagram effect. That's not reality. And I think that a guy like Posey represents that reality. Uh, kind of in the same theme, I wanted to post uh, part of my conversation with Hall of Famer Kurt Warner on the podcast here. So uh, this is for subscribers only, our paid subscribers at golongtd.com. I have a story up uh, on Tua Tonga Viola. Obviously, we had the series on Tua and kind of how he was able to get from point A under Brian Flores, uh, really almost borderline depressed, down, out, in a very, very dark place, his confidence shattered, to an MVP candidate, a guy who was, for the better part of this season, unstoppable. Well, the last two weeks, he has not been unstoppable. San Francisco kind of knocked two around, and then he went 10 of 28 against the LA Chargers. So he has reached a very, very critical juncture of his career. Him and Mike McDaniel both, really. So I thought it was a really good time to catch up with with Kurt Warner. So a big theme of our series was how Tua had this quote-unquote superpower, right? That anticipation, that accuracy, that is really what can differentiate and separate Tua from the pack where, you know, Josh Allen can throw it through that brick wall. Patrick Mahomes has that magical improvisation. Uh, Lamar Jackson, the elusiveness. Um, You know, Tua, it's about that anticipation. It's about that accuracy. So who did that better than anybody? Well, probably Dan Marino. But right there, Kurt Warner, at Kurt Warner's best, MVP in 99, you know, goes from stocking the shelves at High V in Cedar Rapids, Iowa for five fifty an hour to winning a Super Bowl, to win an MVP, from doing things at the position that really hadn't been done by many people. Um, and he, he did it with that same superpower, that same accuracy, that same anticipation. Um, he sees a lot of elements of the greatest show on turf in this Mike McDaniel Dolphins offense, but he too is legitimately concerned. Uh, those are Kurt's words, actually verbatim. I mean, he doesn't really know where this is going to go for Tua because obviously you either 
have it, that ability to process a defense, get to your second, third read, or you don't. So definitely subscribe to go along to get that full story. It's up at the website right now. And uh, I just thought we'd kind of uh, provide a a tease of sorts here on the podcast uh, to, to bring you on over to the website. So thank you everybody who does subscribe. And again, um, if you're interested in upgrading, you can do so at the annual rate and receive a signed copy of the Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Save Football. Thank you so much, everyone. I greatly appreciate it. I hope you're all having a great Christmas season. You just seem like somebody who knows Tua's game so well. Um, been a lot of good. I think he's working through something right now. Well, I, I guess, we're, what do you see in Tua? Um, well, I mean, I think this offense has really accentuated the positive. So I think that's always a thing that it's so easy to, to take guys and, you know, kind of discard them or say what they're not capable of when they're in a system that doesn't play to their strengths. And I feel like that's where Tua was the last couple of years. Um, and ironically enough, you know, in college, it was one of his greatest strengths for getting the ball out of his hands quick. And, you know, in the NFL, his first couple of years, I was saying exactly the opposite. Like, throw it. Get the ball out of your hands. What, what are you waiting on? And, you know, so... You know, you, you, you just kind of think, okay, well, that was what he was good at in college. It hasn't translated to the NFL. Maybe maybe he can't do it. You know, maybe the speed of the game or whatever it is uh, just overwhelms him at this level. And then you see him get into a system like they're in this year, and he's back to doing what he did in college. Hitting that back foot, knowing where he wants to go with the football, getting the ball out of his hands quick. And so whatever it's been within this system that really seems to, to click and fit, um, you know, I'm sure it's the players around him. I'm sure it's, you know, Mike McDaniel doing some great things to create some easy opportunities and, and those quick throws. But, you know, he's back to doing what made him Tua, you know, what, what made him, you know, the draftable guy that he was. You're seeing it now. And so, you know, we use this term all the time that he's a system quarterback. I think we're all system quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. Everybody as a quarterback does certain things well. And you need to find a system that accentuates what you do well. And if you don't, then there's going to be a lot of people that struggle. You know, I mean, I can go back and look at my situation in New York. Yeah. And in New York, we wanted to be a system that, you know, gave a lot of freedom to the receivers on, you know, going here, doing this, option routes, reading this, you can do this, this or this. And I was a guy that liked to see it, anticipate, trust my eyes, get the ball out quick. Um, that was my superpower. And so I get into a system that does exactly the opposite, you know. And, you know, so it looked, it looked like it, you know. It, you know, we weren't much of a passing team anyways. We weren't built that way. But, you know, a lot of people saw me with the greatest show on turf and then saw me in New York. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, he's done. He can't play anymore Yeah, because the system just didn't fit me. It wasn't how I played the game. And so I had to hold the ball longer than I wanted to. And, you know, and, and you know, all those things that, that play into it. And so, 
you know, then I get back to Arizona and we start doing what I do again. And, oh, my gosh, you guys playing at an MVP level. He goes to a Super Bowl. So we're all system quarterbacks. And, of course, there's certain guys that, you know, can can spread their wings a little bit more because they can do more things. But the bottom line is if any guy wants to reach his potential, he's going to have to find a system that plays to what those strengths are and how he sees the game. And this system really seems to do that with Tua. And, you know, again, his superpower is his ability to get it out and be accurate with the football. And so we've seen that through most of this year. The speed guys on the outside have scared defenses. So it allows that, you know, free release uh, guys to be where they want to be. And I guess I could liken it a little bit to the greatest show on turf. We were very timing-oriented. Um, you know, you go back to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. What they did was they, they hit us and they grabbed us and they held on and, and, and they said, we got to be physical and we got to throw their timing off. And, they cheated, too. I mean, that's... that's <laughs> I'm sorry, so they cheated, too, over that game, you know, whatever. I mean, not really cheated because it was, to a degree, legal back then. But yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was a great game plan. It was... You know, we know what their strength is, and we know how they're built, and we know that the only way we have a chance is to, to get them off rhythm. Yeah, And yeah. Yeah, they did a great job with it and made it a struggle the entire game for us. Um, and that's what you're starting to see teams do to the Dolphins. Hmm. You know, even though they've got speed guys and they can scare you to the big plays down the field, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to knock those guys off, and we're going to mess up to his timing, and we're going to see – if he can either A, make the tight throws, or B, can he progress on from his you know original throw and work through his progressions and get to the next guy and get to the right guy. And he hasn't been able to do that very well. He struggled with that progression part of it. You give him what he wants, and he's going to be fine. You don't give him what he wants, and now he's struggling once again to kind of work through things and stay patient in the pocket and have that, those same traits, the accuracy, uh, decision-making, to, to be as good as they are when he's throwing to his number one guy. And again, that's not an easy thing. Obviously, it's easier for all of us to throw it to our first guy. Yeah. Um, but you have to be able to progress through, and you have to believe that teams are going to you know, get a book on you, and you know, somebody like the Chargers are going to show you, hey, this is how you stop them and, or slow them down. And now you're going to have to be able to be creative and you're going to have to take the next step and figure out how to complement that. And they haven't done that really, really well. Um, you know, it's, it's one thing to throw to a guy when he's wide open so he can adjust to a football. It's another thing when he's in tight coverage and you got to put the ball right where it needs to be or it's an incompletion. And that's what we've seen the last couple of weeks. And so I think we're going to really get a tell on, on who Tua is and how good he can be um, you know, in this league, is that we know what he can be when when things are are, in, are good, and his first guy's there, and the system's playing to his strengths. Okay, when teams start taking it away, what are you? And um, you know, and that's the that's the telltale sign for all quarterbacks is that you know you can come in and be successful early while people are trying to learn what you're going to do and what you're good at, and then eventually they say, okay. We're going to take that away. Okay, we're going to take that away. Now you show me, you know, are you good enough if we take away what you want to do to still be really successful in the league? And that's what the, the great ones can do. 
you were one of the great ones. You're in the Hall of Fame. What was your counter? Like, what, what, what did you do as defenses, corners, safety started, you know, mugging all your weapons in the greatest show in turf? Well, I mean, I, I think, you know, my greatest asset was my ability to, to think and process information. So, yeah, I was accurate and could anticipate and do all of that stuff. But, you know, my ability to process it and get through things and, and see the big picture was my greatest strength. And so, you know, when, when, when you tried to do one thing to us, you know, I had the capabilities of playing the game beyond just my first receiver or if you were going to bang me or I had the ability to, you know, to kind of hang and make throws under pressure if, you know, if you were going to slow down our timing. And um, you know, so, so that to me was, was really, you know, my counter was – you know, I, I can process it as well as anybody. So you can take away my first guy, my second guy, I can get to my third guy. You know, I can I can get through it. Or you can make me make tight throws, and my greatest asset was my accuracy. So I can make those tight throws. You know, I, I can do those sorts of things. So, you know, I couldn't counter it with running. I couldn't counter it with, you know, some of those things. But I could counter it with, with my mind and, and with, you know, my, my talent throwing the football. And so that was – that was always my counter is you're going to do this. Okay. We're going to do that. And you know, my counter was the ability to think and and, and adjust things like, okay, if you're going to jam my receivers, then here's what we're going to do to you. And I can still, you know, do these other things, but we're going to have some counter plays that attack you, you know, you attacking us. And so, you know, I think all that stuff was, you know, the things that I was, I was able to do to, to counter that physicality part of it. And again, you know, two is young, you know, will he grow? You know, does he have that mind to help create Mike McDaniels? You know, too, you know, I mean, Mike Martz was great at that when I was with Mike. So, you know, put our two minds together and we could create a lot of really good, fun stuff to counter, you know, teams trying to do certain things to us. If they were going to blitz us, okay, great. We had to counter to that. If they wanted to be physical with us, great. We had to counter to that. And, um, you know, and that's going to be the, the, you know, the real sign here with Mike McDaniels and, and Tua together is, as teams, you know, change up the way they play you, what are you going to do to change up so you can still be successful against it? Such a great breakdown. I guess that's what we only Tua and, and McDaniel and the Dolphins really know is his, his mental acuity. He seems like a smart guy. He's, he's processing the ball. He's, his anticipation, all that's there. Um, but but if teams are doing this to your receivers now, it's got to be next level, and, and we're going to find out. I mean, this, this is kind of when they're putting their heads together, isn't it? I mean, you know, it has to be. Um, you know, and again, it, it's all good while it's good. Um, and then, you know, you keep doing what's good. And it's kind of what they've done the last couple of weeks. We're going to keep doing it because it's been so good to us. Oh, shoot. Now there's a couple teams that have shut us down. Now maybe we need to start thinking about what that next level is, um, you know, for us. And, and you know, that that's what they're going to have to do because teams are going to, you know, especially the teams in the AFC in the playoffs are really good defensive teams. So there's going to be teams that can, you know, really come up with some schemes and have the players to be able to do some of that stuff. And it will be, um, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. Do you see yourself in, in, in Tua then? I mean, could he could he make a, a Kurt Horner-like leap here? I mean, maybe he's in the midst of it. Okay, that was the start of my conversation with, with Kurt Warner. To get all of the answers, again, head on over to golongtd.com. Um, it's all right there. Hope you enjoy. Thank you, everyone, for subscribing. Again, if you're new around here and you're considering a subscription at the annual rate, 
50 bucks a year, I will send you a signed copy of the Blood and Guts How Tight End Safe Football, a $30 value with your subscription. Thanks, everyone.